Hi, it's Matt. Just before we start the show, I want to tell you about a great live event I've got coming up on the 27th of March. To celebrate 600 episodes of Recruiting Future, I'm going to be hosting a live Ask Me Anything webinar. This is your chance to pick my brain on anything you like, including market trends and predictions, the impact of AI on recruiting, skills-based hiring, the changing role of recruiters, podcasting tips, or even my favourite Scottish tourist destinations and whiskies. Literally, ask me anything. I'll also be joined by some surprise special guests who'll be adding their perspectives to the conversation. You can sign up now by going to mattalder.me slash AMA. That's mattalder.me slash AMA. And I really look forward to seeing you there. That web address one last time. mattalder.me slash AMA. Support for this podcast is provided by Fountain. As the market leader in high volume hiring, Fountain helps its customers find qualified candidates and move them from application to onboarding quicker, reducing time to hire from weeks to days, or even hours. Fountain's all-in-one platform not only simplifies the screening, interviewing and hiring experience, it also ensures applicants remain engaged and that companies have pipelines full of ready-to-work hourly talent. Hundreds of customers use Fountain Solutions to hire over 3 million workers annually in more than 75 countries. Ready to find the best hourly candidates for your needs? Visit www.fountain.com to learn more and get in touch. There's been more of scientific discovery more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 480 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Job boards still play a central role in talent attraction. But outside of the job board industry, there isn't much discussion or debate about their current state or future potential. So are they still fit for purpose? How are they evolving? And what can job board statistics tell us about the current talent market? My guest this week is Dave Jenkins, founder of Wave. Wave publishes Wave Tracker a regular independent report that uses job board data to track recruiting trends, which means Dave has a wealth of insights to share. Hi, Dave, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are we doing? Very good, thank you. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Please could you introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do? Yes, thanks, Matt. Uh, I'm Dave Jenkins, CEO and founder of Wave. Uh, Wave is a recruitment technology business. We've been around for 20 odd years uh, and we are very much in the in the job board space. And so really kind of looking forward to getting tucked into uh, some chat around that. Um, we have our own technology in Wave Tracker, which is a, a multi-posting uh, job board tool. We also build websites as well. So we're kind of right in the thick of uh, recruitment technology and all things kind of around it. Fantastic stuff. Now, 
What's really interesting is I I look back over the last sort of few months, even sort of a couple of years actually, of of episodes of the show, and I haven't covered job boards for quite some time. And it's interesting because it's such a fundamental part of recruitment advertising, and something that I'm sure everyone who's listening is using job boards to a to a greater or lesser extent. But actually, outside of the job board industry and the job board technology industry itself, there isn't as much conversation and discussion about job boards as they used to be and as there should be. So give us a, an update from the world of job boards in terms of you know what's going on, how have job boards developed since the pandemic, what's different from a few years ago? I guess, Matt, in some areas, there isn't a huge amount of difference. I mean, if you look at some of the, uh, the job boards and what they looked like 15 years ago, and then you look at what some of them look like now, you'd struggle to find a difference in, in, in visually how they are. And I think that's probably one of the, I guess, complaints, if you like, around the job board industry that they, that they haven't moved on that much. Although if you if you dig underneath the, the surface a little bit, I mean, in the last few years, job boards have, have fallen into two camps, I guess. We have the likes of, of Indeed, um, and kind of aggregator type job boards where you you pay per performance and it's all around your cost per click. Um, and then you have, uh, I think, what you would, I guess, now call the traditional job board, uh, which is your uh, total jobs or CV library monster, where you you pay for a number of jobs that you're that you're buying. And that's that's kind of the two kind of camps that that job boards have, have fallen into and some have switched from from one side to the other uh, but really the the requirement of a job board is the same as what it's always been which should be to match the right candidate to the right job that's been that's been posted kind of irrespective of how you pay for it how you buy uh, so the the mission of a job board is the same, but there has been some developments in terms of how people go and go about purchasing those job boards. And I suppose the the discussion that, that we have in the industry is about that change, you know, programmatic job board advertising, and you know uh, how how that's uh, how that's changing the world. But what's the actual reality in terms of? how employers are using job boards and the type of job boards that they're using and the type of approach that they're taking. What's actually happening in real life beyond all the hype? I think, uh, and you, you're absolutely spot on with the the hype of, of programmatic. And for me, it's, it's actually less about that. And, and it's, it's more about making sure that you're being relevant. Um, and I think, I mean, we as an industry, and I guess the the wider recruitment industry, we love that the next big thing and the next new shiny, you know, piece of tech or whatever it is. So we we get we get quite excited by that. Um, but fundamentally, you know, recruiters or employers, really, what if you sit them down and ask them what they really want? Do, do they want to pay a certain amount per click or um, have a um, a programmatic approach to their to their advertising and where they get placed and when i think that they probably look at you fairly blankly um and actually their their eyes will light up much more if you say you know kind of forget all that 
do you just want really, really good candidates? And I think we sometimes get lost in in the delivery uh, of, of how to deliver uh, uh, advertising and actually forget sometimes that it's really about finding the right person for the right role. So I think that's what gets, that's the reality. And a lot of, a lot of recruiters don't really mind or don't really care how they go about paying for it, as long as you're delivering good candidates. And What's your perception in terms of the differences between countries? So obviously you're based in the UK, deal with lots of UK employers, but are they and job boards behaving in a similar way across the world? Is it different in other countries in Europe? Is it different in North America? Yes, it is. And it's it's quite funny because you, you tend to often look beyond you know, UK shores and, and you assume that everyone else is either doing it significantly better or significantly worse, uh, depending on where you're looking at and who you're looking at. But they are they are quite different. The markets are very, are very different. Even if you look at the UK market, we have been uh, traditionally, we would we used to have like five or six main job boards uh, in the market and they would all compete with each other. That that's where you, you kind of your generic job boards, uh, and then you, you know you, there's plenty of niche boards whereby it's a, a specific a specific sector. Uh, within Europe, it tends to be you, you tend to only get one or two job boards in those in those markets. Um, so the the competition is less, uh, which does mean that prices are quite are, are, are traditionally a bit higher. It's I. Uh, always found it quite quite interesting when you have a uk recruiter that wants to expand to europe and there's just shock and horror on their faces when when they see the prices um but on the other side the the delight of uh, of europeans when they um they discover the price of the uk job market is significantly less than what they've been paying <laughs> um I, I had one guy once was, was sort of you know looked at me like I was crazy. And then um, US-wise, I mean, they're very, very much driven uh, around the programmatic and performance side, Indeed, and Zip Recruiter and Adzuna, you know, those guys are are pretty big over there. Um, But then that also changes state by state as well. It's easy to forget how big, you know, America is. I'm sure industry by industry as well. Yes. Yeah. You know, very, very much so. Uh, and, you know, we've seen sort of the, the rise of the of the niche job board, especially kind of since COVID, because they really, I'm not say that generic job boards didn't look after their community, but a niche job board is absolutely nothing without its, it, its community. So we've seen the niche uh, job board, sector specific job board, you know, really kind of grow. Maybe it's Candidates are a bit more loyal to that their own sector and uh, a bit more uh, transient with with your generic job boards. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, yeah, sector by sector as, as well, of course. A quick message from our sponsor, Winolo. Hi everyone, I want to tell you about Winolo. That's W O N O L O. Winolo stands for Work Now Locally. Winolo enables businesses to find quality workers for on-demand, seasonal, short-term and long-term work. 
ditch the bulky paperwork and interview process, and use Winolo to find quality workers fast, and get work done even faster. With flexible workers and no platform fees, you can save on operating costs, meet demand, and maximise earnings with ease. Winolo is available in over 100 markets, including Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, New York, and Seattle. Get workers who are ready to work and spend less time finding them with Winolo. Go to www.winolo.com slash pod. That's www.wonolo.com slash pod and take the stress out of finding workers. So I think one of the interesting things that I find from talking to people who run companies like the company that you do is the the access you have to such a large amount of data in terms of things like job board performance and role performance and, and those kind of things that can really give us some insights into what's really going on in the market at the moment. Because it's a very confusing time. We've got you know, recessions, threat of recessions, we've got skill shortages, we've, we've still got low unemployment, you know, high levels of open vacancies in many, many sectors. So it can be quite confusing sometimes to get a sense of what's really going on. But you have access to data that can sort of shed some light on what's going on in the market, don't you? Yes, yeah, absolutely. And you know, we, we started sharing this data uh, around around COVID. And really, one of the things that we wanted to do is, like you said, there's so much confusion I mean, there's always been confusion about which boards to use because everyone is all sort of scrapping around for the same same budget. So uh, it's it's been difficult sometimes to know which job boards should be used for which industries uh, and which will which will perform uh, in certain areas of the country. So we started collecting data around applications and 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 placements and hires, what was working for where, and so. We started publishing this data as well because we we really want clients and, and businesses to get the most out of their job board budget rather than kind of you know the the, the old the saying that keeps coming back around you know job boards are dead and they're rubbish and they don't do this and they don't do that but you know they they have the active audience that that is if you need to find a job seeker, they'll be on a job board because there's no real other reason for them to, to be on there. Um, but it's about making sure that you're advertising the right job at the right time to the right person. So we tried to, we wanted, we wanted to be an independent um, source of data. And now, you know, we monitor things like the number of jobs being posted, applications being received, you know, the, the length of your job ad, what days are, are most uh, popular for uh, for candidates, and that seems to change as well because you know traditionally it was was a Monday or a Tuesday, and latest data that I've I've seen is that the most active day for candidates is now Thursday. So we really are just trying to make things independent and easy for people to to try and get the best out of the the boards that they're using, whatever boards that they're using, wherever they're recruiting, and it's a you know, you sort of mentioned about you know, pending recession or or whatever, uh, whatever is coming. Who knows these days? But I was looking at some numbers earlier around the number of jobs available in the UK, and I think we all know it's, it's pretty high, one point two, one point three million. Well, I had a little look back, and two thousand and nine, it was four hundred thousand. You know, so 
quite a lot more jobs that that are available. So that's that's quite a lot that candidates have access to. And if you're now one of the 1.3 million, it's you've got a lot of competition there. I mean, tell us, we're sort of recording this, you know, right at the end of October, going into November 2022 for people listening, listening a long time in the future. Give us a little bit more of a a kind of a snapshot into what's going on in the market. So jobs are up. What about applications? What else? What else can you track? What other insights can you give us? Jobs have been have been up. I mean, we in the stat that I just gave you gave you there kind of shows shows and says that although we have. We have seen jobs have, have slowed down just of, of late. So, you know, it seemed as though every month or quarter, you know, there were reports of more jobs being available, but that's tailed off now a little bit. Maybe that's the a sign for what's coming in on the future. Um, and that's also given applications a, a chance to, to, to just, I mean, they've remained fairly consistent since um t- since the start of this year and with slightly less jobs being posted then that's meant that applications per job have have increased a little bit i think we're up to sort of 12 13 on an average basis so every job that you advertise you on average will get 13 responses but earlier in the year that was something like five or six so you know it was really hard hard going but there's no there's no getting away from it that we, we are, they're just not so many candidates around. And so the, the, the ones that you get, you've really got to nurture and look after and, and, and not let them get lost in the, in the system. Like, you know, perhaps having, have in the past, but it's, I, th- I think we'll, we'll see the, the, the number of jobs available decrease a little bit, but you know, that's, it's got to fall a very, very long way, which we don't, also really want to happen for it to to get to the point where we've got what would you call a candidate rich a candidate rich market so i think it's going to be tough for um for some time on time yet you know days of people queuing around the around the corner to apply for your job maybe uh maybe far in into the future I mean, absolutely. And that that really tallies with what a lot of the employers um, who've been on the show have been saying about, you know, still very, very tough to to fill their vacancies and, and recruit people. With that in mind, and, you know, sort of taking the view that, that that's where we're going to be for, you know, at least the, the medium term, if not the long term, what advice can you give employers in terms of how they're using job boards to really get the best out of it and give themselves the best chance of getting the candidates they need there's quite a big uh, mindset shift that's needed and this is before we even get into any tech or or, uh, or, or process but i think accepting that that it, that it is a candidate short market is probably the first first thing you can do you know there's there's still there's still stories of of uh, employers using all the different job boards because the previous one didn't work using lots of different agencies because the previous ones weren't any good and actually it, it, it's it's not quite it may well it may be the case but it may also be the case that actually the candidates are, are in pretty short supply so i think the first thing to do is to recognize the fact that it's a tough market we then have 
you know, still a lot of challenges with with ATSs uh, and the the long process that employers have had to or have had implemented, and they sort of push candidates through with a a bit of an old school mentality. Well, I think it's an old school mentality of you know if they really want the job, then of course they'll spend forty minutes on a online application, but they won't. That's the the truth. So you have to make it easy to to apply, and I realise you have to collect certain elements of of information to to get onto a system. That candidate, you've spent the money getting them to from on a job board or with an agency or whoever, and you've spent the money getting them to to land on your ATS. You know, don't lose them now because your investment's been made partly. So I think a mindset shift making it easy to apply a bit of old-fashioned stuff that, that's been around forever um, but good feedback to, to candidates speaking to candidates communicating to candidates seemed and I think this may be something that even you wrote um, Matt at some point in in your illustrious past of of technology has seemed to have, have made the recruiter and the candidate even more separate than than ever and I think we need to try and put them a little bit closer and, and take down some of those those barriers as a starter for 10 i could probably talk for a long time <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely but as a final question we talked about innovation in job boards and how you know there are some very very interesting um, initiatives around but actually you know adoption is patchy particularly across different different geographies um, and also about the fact that you know job boards really are very slow to change for for whatever reason what do you think the the future does look like how will job boards evolve over the next couple of years i think we're going to see a quite a a, a sharp increase in in evolution of job boards and you're right you know they've been fairly similar for for a very long period of time but i think we may not see new um sort of features and functionality that the job boards will will come out and try and you know sell us all i think where a lot of the smart money for for a job board is going is in uh, the, the the matching technology um, you know you can call it machine learning or ai um uh, ai or whatever um but i think the more that a job board can monitor the behavior of the candidate and really understand what jobs they're applying for and understand their movements, uh, and perhaps understand when they they move from being sort of semi-active on on a job board to to suddenly being active, and understanding the candidate really, really inside out, and therefore being able to search its own database of jobs that that are on the job board and putting the right job in front of that candidate. I think they're the ones that will that will win. Um, and then however the, the recruiters or employers pay for it is is secondary because if you source a way of getting the right candidates through the, the job board understanding that candidate better, I think they're on to a winner. So I think we'll see maybe because cosmetically, will we see job boards change significantly? I don't know, but I think we're all starting to expect to have more accurate matches in the responses that we get. 
I think we'll see a lot behind the scenes rather than something else that, that just looks different, but is the kind of the same underneath. Dave, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you very much. My thanks to Dave. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram, where you can find us by searching for Recruiting Future, and TikTok, where you can find us by searching for Recruiting Future Pod. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to receive our new monthly podcast newsletter, Recruiting Future Feast, and get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time and I hope you'll join me. This is my show. Hi, my name is Sara, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.